following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Back for hour two of the Tom Dupree Show. We've got Guy Hugley, we've got Philip Sexton, and we've got Mike Johnson. Philip, you've got some stuff for us this hour. Oh, yeah. So, kind of wanted to get a little economical here. Uh, you know, a lot See, of. Wait, 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 wait. I like it. Uh, it's a good old country <laughs> boy, Estill County, back in the holler. Get old economical? Is that how you say that? Come on now, Philip. Talk to so, me. You know, a lot of people like to talk about the. <laughs> Go with it. <laughs> the country. Are you from Estill County? <laughs> no, definitely not from Estill County. It just sounded good, didn't it? Yeah. Close enough, though. You know, we're all the same. <laughs> but. So we're talking what is it? <laughs> Equinominous. So, all right, a lot of people like to talk about the, the national debt and, you know, kind of the, the ballooning national debt, and, and they get worried about it. And I really wanted to, to break it down into a couple couple different things here and, and take this uh, conversation from the annuities to just a, a different different place, too. Um, when you look at the the federal debt held by the public as a percentage of gross domestic product, uh, so that is as of eight twenty nine of this year, that is seventy almost seventy six percent. Now, that is the statistic that everybody likes to use when they're looking at debt to GDP. Uh, the problem is is it doesn't really factor in the full picture here. Um, you know, when you're looking at a debt-to-GDP perspective, a, a good way to look at it is GDP is your house and the debt is the mortgage. You know, and as long as you grow the value of the house, you can grow the, the, the amount of the mortgage. Uh, you, you keep your equity in the home. Now, when you look at this, uh, that, that federal debt held by the public is right at $16.2 trillion dollars. So by the public, that means me and you and and everybody else out there listening. Or seventy five percent of of twenty twenty point two four trillion was right. the GDP as of March eighteenth, the last uh, figure that the St. Louis Fed has. Okay. Now, total gross federal debt, on the other hand, which includes debt held at agencies and trusts by the federal government. I.e. Social Security. That's a good one. What else? Uh, you would have Federal Reserve Bank, uh, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Uh, so total federal debt is $21.46 trillion. Uh, so that puts you at, if you factor all this in, that puts you at just a little over 100%. I think it's like 106, about 106%. 
Now, from that perspective, uh, Greece, who defaulted, uh, they peaked at, I think it was 186%. Um, Japan is is way up there, over 100%. But Japan has the majority of their government debt owned by the public. Um, you know, the problem that I really wanted to get into here was Social Security, the trust, uh, trust assets of Social Security is very close to $3 trillion. Now, that is, that is what, 15% of the total debt uh, mm-hmm. by the United States. So, you know, a lot of people like to use that first calculation, that 76%, because they look at it and say, well, you know, we can default on the stuff that the government owns. Well, <laughs> it's technically still owned by the public because it's your Social Security. It's the stuff that you paid that, right. that FICA tax for for your entire working career. Mm-hmm. Now... Three trillion in the Social Security fund. There's 327 million people in the United States as of the 2018 census numbers. Now, 16 percent. 2018. Of, we don't have a census in 2018. The 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 Census Bureau their numbers as of 2018. Right. What? It's not a census number. It's, it's just the their census numbers. Bureau just keeping track of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, correct. Okay. All right. 16 percent of that population over the age of 65, which is pretty close to full retirement age for most people. Right. So that's 52.3 million Americans over the age of 65. If you take that $3 trillion and you parcel it out over 52.3 million Americans, that's $57,300 per person 65 and over. Yeah, if you, not enough. Now, if you scatter it out over the 254 million people over the age of 18, that's 11,800 per person. But I want to focus on that first number, that 57,300. So, from an annuity perspective, Social Security is the government's failed failed attempt at an annuity, pretty much. When you look, I had an article here from the U.S. News & World Report, uh, it was written at the beginning of this year, back in February. Um, but the biggest excerpt I want to take away from it, it says the average Social Security benefit was $1,461 per month. So if you just take a flat 57300 and you take 1461 with no return, that gets you slightly over 39 months of payments. So it doesn't even get you to 70 on an on you know if you're at 65 it doesn't get you to 70 that's the problem that that we're facing in the fact that you have this huge amount of of debt owned and i i, I like how you what would you call it mike the the risk of a riskless asset yeah because the return on government debt granted it, it helps our ability to not grow the government debt from a perspective of we're only paying one and a half percent, you know, 1.8, you know, depending on how far out you go down the yield curve, you know, maybe, maybe two and a half max, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're t- now you're talking about treasuries. What are you talking yeah, about? U- yeah. U.S. Got treasuries. It. Got it. Yes. Just want to make sure so, you said that. You know, when you're looking at that, if you really wanted to stretch out the the Social Security to be able to last for somebody, you, you're needing more like a 10% return at this point. Yeah. From just a, a 
a, a lack of compounding over several years. Right. Um, you know, so this is something that when I look at these numbers, I realize that you can't rely on Social Security. You can't I, – I, me as a person, you know, I cannot rely on this to be there for me because it's already screwed up as is now for people that are that are you know at that in, age in yeah social security retirement benefit age so if it's already screwed up for them there's no way that i can i when i'm calculating my retirement i, I you just can't factor it into your retirement you're just spending money right now to uh taking out of your paycheck that's going to pay for the current retirees that's it yeah mm-hmm. i mean that that's i'm, I'm basically paying to help you know keep the the economy afloat because that's the problem is you have so many retirees out there that have relied on social security to be the biggest chunk of their retirement and so now it's to a point to where if it all disappeared well what happens you know it's i I would end up having to, to how many people come in to see us and the biggest thing that they're getting is social security yeah it's a primary yeah yeah most of them mm-hmm. most of them they're, they're counting on it and you, you look you know skip to you know our generation philip you know he said you know we can't count on it that's why we preach to you know people our age younger you know uh, talk to clients about their family members their, their kids grandkids you know, you, you have to take care of yourself because, you know, Social Security, it'll be there in some my, – my guess is it'll be there in some form or fashion. In spirit. But, yeah. <laughs> in but, spirit. But we might not be able to get until we're 70. Or, or they're going to reduce the pay- – you know, who knows. But, like you said, the the risk of a riskless asset, the the – the trust fund, the Social Security trust fund, they're owning government securities. They're not owning stocks. You know, you look at European models, a lot of those are can own, you know, a percentage in mm-hmm. equities. Uh, and and it's, they've been a huge uh, – it's been a benefit to them uh, in terms of funding levels. Yeah. Um, but it, you, you see this on from taking it from that to the personal investment part of it um, – People that own just treasuries and bonds, and if they're taking money out, they're like, "Well, I can't afford to have volatility." Well, your risk on a riskless asset is you're reducing your principal to a point where you can't, you don't, have, you're, you're liquidating your principal. Liquidation. Yeah. And where this goes back to the the, the failed annuity exper- uh, experiment that I, I use air quotes on is because an annuity like you said, is an insurance company, the annuity is only good, the insurance contract is only good, as, as good as the insurance company backing the contract. That's right. So Social Security is only as good as the ability <laughs> of the trust fund backing the contract. So so the smartest man that we know, I think, is Tom Dupree. No, just kidding. <laughs> Albert Einstein. For laughing like that. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Albert Einstein, right? Isn't he the smartest man that we know of, probably? Sure. Probably that's, that's written. And he 
coined this phrase, nothing changes if nothing changes. So when we sit here and talk about Social Security, the first thing I, I go to is, look, we have a pink elephant in the living room. We all see it. It's big. It's large. It's pink. We must quit ignoring that it's in the living room. We need to get it out of the living room, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the challenge that we're faced with right now. Now, I'm going somewhere with this, so hang with me, guys. This system is broken. It's going to go into deficit funding next year, 2020. That's when the deficit funding for Social Security starts. It will be completely out of money by 2034 at the current tax rate that we're paying in based on the number of baby boomers that are, you know, rolling up and starting to withdraw more of their Social Security. So the system's broken. We've got to change that. Unfortunately, it's a legislative policy change. So now we've got to bring government into this. So the reason I think we should be talking more about this is exactly what we stand for down at the pre-financial group. Folks, if you're listening to us this morning, it's time for you to really take that courageous effort and pick up that 10,000-pound phone and call somebody and start planning for your retirement. You've got to start saving. Well, you can't call rely on government. Huh? Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. But, I mean, you've got to start doing something about this, and that's what we do at Dupree Financial Group. If you come and meet with us, we don't want Social Security to be your primary source of revenue. Right. We want your hard-earned money that you've worked a lifetime for to help you so that's why i want to get into this i mean it's it's crazy what we're watching and there's nobody's doing anything about it mm-hmm. and that's what's right. sad sure not doing the politicians aren't doing anything they're trying no. to impeach donald trump they're trying to do this do that do anything except help the their own constituents people that are working hard paying their taxes doing their right. part stay with us You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. When you listen more. Listen. Listen. You understand more. Do you understand? Get more of what you want. U.S. and Iran. Military conflict. Impeaching President Trump. We're going to take your AR-15. And need. Brett Kavanaugh. It's phony stuff. Vaping. Far more dangerous. 2020. This America. Every day. More is happening. These are important moments. On News Radio 630. All of us should listen. WLAP. I'm Tom Dupree Jr. Your retirement investment portfolio is too important to be managed by a one size fits all menu of mutual funds or annuities at the other end of an 800 number or a website. Dupree Financial Group is local, right here on Main Street in Lexington. We specialize in individually managed, not mass produced investment accounts. If you have a 401k or IRA, we can handle the rollover for you and generally have your money ready to invest within 10 to 12 business days. 
We design an individual account just for you, our client. Once your plan is implemented, we try to meet with you twice a year to review your plan and make changes if needed. This ensures that any concerns or questions you may have about your money are answered in a timely fashion. Call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a free review and be sure to listen to Tom Dupree on the weekends at News Radio 630 WLAP. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. So we're uncovering some of the flaws in Social Security. Yeah, but here's the real flaw. And this is this is something, you know, when when I tell people of of the millennial generation and younger that you can't rely on Social Security. So I printed this off of YCharts. This is a YCharts is a uh uh well a data aggregation company that that we use at Dupree Financial Group to, yeah. to do research with. So this is the U.S. personal savings rate. It's a chart uh, dating all the way back to 1959, I, I believe. Uh, it's before 1960. Yeah, it's 59. And when you look, uh, so the baby boomer generation, you know, from 59 all the way up to, what would you say, Tom? And Well, I mean, technically you're still working. So, yeah, I mean, you know, they're still saving today. But the, the heart of this. Technically, I'm still working. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. But when you look from what do you call this? <laughs> what do you call? <laughs> when you look from, from fifty, I'm flustered. Yeah. When you look from fifty-nine all the way up to like it's the ecumenical. <laughs> <laughs> when you go from fifty-nine all the way up to like nineteen eighty-four, eighty-five range, the U.S. personal savings rate was consistently in the double digits. Then you start to see 1990s roll around. Uh, you know, the, the millennial generation starts to be born, and you start to see this savings rate start to dip. In 2005, it got as low as 2.5%. Really? Yeah. Today it stands at 7.7%, which it's actually came up quite significantly over the past 15 years. But... At that same time, the amount of savings is nowhere near where it was back in the the seventies and eighties. Now, seven point seven percent of what disposable income? Disposable income on an annual basis. Yes. Okay. So, from that perspective, if you're only saving that much, you're relying more on your ability to generate returns because the money has to grow to a point to where it can work for you in retirement. Mm-hmm. You know, Social Security has not grown to where it can work for the people in retirement. So in order for your funds to last through retirement, it has to grow to a point to where you can make it work for you. Um, you know, we talk about the ability to compound over that time too. Uh, you know, two prime examples that we've used on the radio show, uh, AT&T and Illinois Tool Works. Uh, you know, I wanted to use these examples because, you know, Mike talked about the, the, the risk of riskless asset and, and so on and so forth, but we've talked about compounding several times too. And AT&T, for example, 
dating all the way back to 2000, the earnings per share over a, tr- a trailing 12 months, so any 12-month period, you never had a negative number. Always was generating a profit. Now, profits had years where they did decline, and they had years where they went up significantly, but you always had a, a stable set of profits coming in. What this is given way to is the ability for AT&T uh, dating back, so, you know, all the way back to 2000, we'll start there, they were paying about $0.25 cents a share in dividends. To today, it's paying $0.51 cents a share in dividends. That's per quarter. So you're going from a dollar a year in dividends to now it's $2.04 in dividends. Now think about that. That's, what, 19 years worth of, let's just let's just round it out to $1.40. 19 years at $1.40 is, oh, man, somebody do some quick math here for me. But 19 years. Over that time frame, that dollar in 2000. 26.60. 26.60. The share price of AT&T today is about $38 a share. 37 range, somewhere around there. So you've basically bought your entire shares worth of AT&T today. Over 19 years worth of dividends. Not to mention, you had a dollar go in, mm-hmm. buy shares mm-hmm. that paid a dollar. Dollar two the next year, dollar seven the next year, right? Dollar fifteen the next year. You know that that continuous compounding to where over a nineteen year time frame, more than likely, if you if you had it dripped dividend reinvestment plan, you probably doubled your share count and then some right. over that time frame. Yeah. So the other the other one. Uh, Illinois Tool Works, uh, that's another prime example. Their earnings chart, Illinois Tool Works, dating all the way back to 1990, um, never had a negative profitable year. Never had a loss. That that's, Yeah, that was Estill County for you, guy. <laughs> never had a loss. It was always positive net income. <laughs> negative profit year. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> dating back... To the beginning on that same chart, they've paid and raised the dividend every single year. Uh, so I've got data. So in September of 2013, they were paying 42 cents a share. They pay a dollar seven now. Mm. In a matter of six years, they've more than doubled their dividend payment. That's the power of compounding. Sure is. Mm-hmm. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Around the world, around the country, or around town. Because it matters to me. The news never stops. You have to be relentless. News Radio 630. 
WLAP. The iHeartRadio Music Festival's greatest moments. The most memorable live performances from the last eight years. All in one epic TV special. Oh, yeah. Collaborations from Prince and Mary J. Blige. Justin Timberlake and Shawn Mendes. Please welcome Shawn Mendes. Florida Georgia Line and the Backstreet Boys. Epic performances plus priceless backstage moments. Don't miss the iHeartRadio Music Festival's greatest moments. Watch our must-see iHeartRadio Music Festival greatest moments tomorrow night at 8 on the CW. This month, make your absolute best deal ever on a new Quantrill Cadillac and then get 0.9% 72-month financing on remaining new 2019 Cadillac Escalades, ESVs, XT5s, XT4s, CT6, and CTS. 0.9% 72-month financing is with no money down and approved credit. Payments are $1430 per $1,000 financed. Why wait? Make your best Cadillac deal ever and pay low interest for six years at Quantrill today. Your annual homecoming tailgate party was a rousing success. You caught up with your weird cousin, Phil. You and your buddy, Dave, were crowned cornhole champions. Your famous potato salad drew rave reviews. The home team even won. But the best part was what didn't happen. You didn't drive home buzzed. You got a ride home from your cousin, Phil, who may be weird, but also definitely sober. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. More heat and humidity coming your way over the next several days. We're talking about highs into the low 90s on this Saturday, low 90s on Sunday. We will keep that going into the middle of next week, and it is mainly dry as this drought and heat wave doesn't show a whole lot of signs of letting up until the end of next week. Have a good one. I'm WKYT Chief Mirages Chris Bailey and your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP and iHeart Radio Station. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-219-4814. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-219-4814 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-219-4814 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-219-4814. It's happening to you every night. One snores and the other can't sleep. But now, there is a quick and easy-to-use solution, a natural solution. SnoreStop, the number one selling anti-snoring medicine in the U.S. Thank you, SnoreStop. You saved my marriage. It's time to try SnoreStop and make every night a better night for both of you. Spray or tablets are available today at Rite Aid and CVS or online at SnoreStop.com. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about sequence of returns in this next segment. What do you do 
before you do that, Tom, I wanted yes. to I wanted to tell the listeners yeah. something uh, just about that last segment. I want to put it in layman's terms, in terms of what it this the savings rate that Philip was talking about. So this is current. This is as of this summer, 2019. I did a little research. Um, the median household, led by American family, between the ages of 55 and 64, has about $12,000 in their retirement account. Wow. Really? So that's not good. That's right. Mm-mm. It's not good, and that's that's indicative of that seven percent. Hmm. Yep. A lot less yep. is the, is really what that's telling me. It's much less if that's annualized contributions. Yeah, because you didn't you didn't have any time for it to compound. You 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 know you weren't putting anything into compound. Yeah, pretty much. The interesting thing if if it's somebody that's eighteen twenty years old putting eight percent back, yeah, they might be all right for retirement. Right. Maybe. And maybe, and that's, and we're going to be talking about that now. But I mean, you know, the other thing too is we're we're really we don't need to ignore this. We're living longer. Yeah, yeah. So the average, if we hit sixty, we're expected to live at least another twenty three years after that. That's what the actual areas aerialists say. Economical. <laughs> so actuarially. All right. Well, let's get into sequence of returns and what does that mean? So. Sequence of returns. <clears throat> this is this is one of the big issues we try to address with our portfolio. Um, when this, this kind of brings annuities and everything that you know the economics that Phillips was bringing in, all that it kind of brings it together. Um, sequence of returns is the order that returns come in the market. So if you look, for example, um, from the year 2000 to 2018, the end of 18, um, you take the annual return of the S&P 500, and it works out to roughly 6.5%, 7% a year uh, is roughly what the average works out to. Um, but if you start in the year 2000, you start with $100,000, and you're not taking withdrawals. You're just putting it in there and investing it in, in the S&P. You'd have roughly $244,000 at the end of 2018. Now, let's swap that. And this is just kind of simple mathematics you know, in terms of uh, averages or uh, addition. Um, but starting in the year 2018, so you swap those returns. So, like, for example, in the year 2000, you had a negative 9%, 2001, a negative 12%, 2002, negative 22% return. You swap those. So you have that as the last three-year returns, and you have 2018 as the first-year return. So the first year, you put 100000 in, you earn negative 4%, then 21, then 11. But the end result is the same, $244,000, okay? That's if you don't have a withdrawal. When you throw in a withdrawal rate, those sequence of returns have a big difference. And it's basically success versus failure type of uh, differences. So using the actual returns from the year 2000 to 2018, if you throw in a $5,000 withdrawal, which starting in the year 2000 would have been a 5% withdrawal rate, mm-hmm. now we recommend 4% at, yeah. in general. And and uh, just for for 
to clarify here, that 5,000 withdrawal, I did it at the end of the year. Okay. So yeah. you're doing it on one December time, 31st. One time, December 31st. Okay. End gotcha. Of the year. Yeah. Um, so using the actual returns, 2000 to 2018 uh, annual returns, your 100000 is now worth $32,377. Wow. So let's just take this. Let's just look at the first four years. Uh, so in year one, which is the year 2000, you had a negative 9% return. That takes it to about $86,000 because you have the 9% decrease plus a $5,000 withdrawal. Right. Year two, you're starting with 86, falls by 12%, and you have a $5,000 withdrawal, which that 5000 is now higher than 5%. Uh, so your portfolio is now worth about 71000 Happens again in year three. The market was down 22%. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, so in the over the course of three years, your portfolio has gone from 100000 to 50000 in three years. Really? Now, so let's, let's keep with the, the sequence of returns, though. So start with 100000 at the end of 2018 and be worth about 32000 Now, let's flip those around. Remember, if you weren't taking a withdrawal, the end result was the same. But when you start throwing the withdrawal in, if you inverse those returns, start with 100000 and at the end of it, you're left with 128000 So... It, with the normal return, or the the actual returns by year, you, you end up with thirty two thousand. You flip those, you end up with one hundred twenty eight thousand. Huge differences. Yeah, and it the all average return was the same. The returns came at different times. Yes, the withdrawals were the same, but because the returns came at different times, your ending balance is different. Exactly. Now. You need to understand that we try to invest around that at Dupree Financial Group. We try to make it so that you're not uh, looking at uh, taking money out in a down market of your principal. Right. And th- this goes to what Philip was talking about with AT&T and Illinois Tool Works with the, the dividends. We want our clients to be able to live on the dividends that's being generated not be forced to liquidate because that's that this is a liquidation scenario each year you have to sell something to generate that five thousand dollars you don't want to be selling when the market's down right ten percent twenty percent you don't want to sell you want to be able to hold on to your shares and then hopefully buy more shares exactly because you're relying on growth of principal in this scenario and when you're when you have Something like AT and T paying you two dollars and four cents a share a year, and as you can see over a long time horizon, that dividend is trended upwards because the profitability of the company is trended upwards. Then, what you're what you're doing is is you're taking the sequence risk out of it uh, because you're living solely off of the income that it's producing. You are never liquidating anything. So if you still have 100 shares uh, of AT&T when you started, you know, and then when you finish, you've still got 100 shares, well, then the risk you take is what's the value of the shares of AT&T from beginning to end. 
And if AT&T has been able to continue to pay its dividend and continue to grow its profits, then over that time horizon, you know, more times than not, that should tell you that it's it's up in value because mm-hmm. it's, it's continued to grow. Uh, that's where kind of the, the, the law of compounding comes into play even in there and the fact that, you know, people are willing to pay more because they feel like those profits will continue to compound. So the value of the stock goes up. The value of the dividend continues to increase because the, the profitability keeps continuing to grow, keeps compounding off itself because a good company uh, like AT&T and Illinois Toolworks that, that we use as our examples they not they not only pay a dividend, but they also take those profits, you know, po- a portion of them because the dividend isn't 100% of the profits. They take a portion of it, they reinvest it back into the company. That's right. Yeah. In order to build more profits off of the profits. Well, and circling full circle here, you know, we're talking about annuities and the investor, you know, the annuitant is taking on all the inflation risk in that scenario. And we were just talking about equities historically have been one of the best inflation hedges out there because you get hopefully a rising dividend in in, in the case of the types of companies we own, um, a dividend increase, and then hopefully they're able to reinvest back into their company for yeah. growth. And so the investor gets the income and then also access to their principal. Well, and here's just some simple logical thinking for you based on what you were just saying, Mike, you know, what is, what is the definition of inflation? Purchasing power going down. Your money's not worth as much. The cost not buy as much. The cost of, all right, so here's my def. The cost of goods and services going up. Yeah. You know, you, you is that is that fair enough? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, goods and services are owned by companies mm-hmm. or are, are sold by companies. Well, if the cost is going up, then that means that revenue should be going up for these companies, which means that if revenues are going up, all things created equal, profitability should continue to grow. That's where that, you know, from a logical thinking perspective, if if you're trying to protect against inflation, well, buy the thing that's going to inflate. That's right. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, you know, when, when you're looking at this, one of the, the other things I wanted to touch upon too, and when you go back to your your annuity thing and 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 even social security or anything, you're layers removed from the actual investment. Mm-hmm. And you know, an annuity that you may own may actually have a fund that's invested in AT&T and Illinois Toolworks. But the fact that you've removed yourself four layers away from that actual investment You've added a fee here, a fee there, a fee there, a fee there. Why not just get right down and and get comfortable and cozy and and intimate with your relationships? Because that's something that that we we absolutely love to do. We you know we dig into this stuff. We get intimate with our with our research basically. Mm-hmm. Knowing what you own, yep. and being able to convey that to the clients. You know, that's that's a key as well, you know, so that we, we had a, a good meeting with somebody here recently and 
he they'd had some bad experiences in the past you know uh, made you know it was emotional decisions um well uh, part of that could have been because it wasn't communicated what yeah. the actual plan was you know what's what's the plan when markets go down because i mean that's that's going to happen at some point in time markets see you know last year exhibit a um that will happen markets go up markets go down but how will your advisor react when that happens what's the plan when that when that does happen you know do, do you abandon everything just you know time the market and sell right or do you go in and buy more and do you know what you own when you're buying more um you have to have a plan well and that's where education comes into play you know like you just said if, if you know what you own then you can build a plan around it you can build what you're what you're really trying to do with your money you know what are you trying to have your money do for you that's right and that's that's the the arbitrary question too with uh, you know indexing uh you you touched on this last week philip you know does you beating an index of whatever arbitrary index that may be does that accomplish your particular goals or not yeah what what is the definition of success yeah you know because active management the the term active has been pigeonholed into you have to beat the S&P 500 retirement. That, that's anytime you read about active management in, in any article, that's that's what they pigeonhole the definition into. But if you're really looking at what active management actually is, you're actively managing something to reach a certain goal. So your, your, your level of success depends upon did you reach your goal or not. You know, and I stated it last week, you know, our, our our goal isn't to beat the S&P 500. If we're continually beating the S&P 500 returns like for a 10-year period, you need to really start questioning what we're owning. We're probably going to start questioning what we're owning. You know, we might sell some stuff, take some profits at that point, but right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where, you know, what is the definition of success? What what are you defining your success upon in retirement and i think that the definition of success should should fall in this sequence of return right here you know minimizing that minimizing your your sequence of return risk minimizing your permanent impairment of capital risk right stay with us you're listening to the tom dupree show it's news radio 630 wla when you listen more listen listen you understand more do you understand get more of what you want u.s and iran military conflict impeaching president trump we're gonna take your ar-15 and need brett kavanaugh it's phony stuff maybe far more dangerous 2020 this america every day more is happening these are important moments on news radio 630 all of us should listen wlap Hi, this is Tom Dupree, Jr. What does a good financial advisor do? Perhaps it comes down to asking the right questions instead of having all the answers. For instance, should I take Social Security now or later? Am I really ready to retire? Is my money invested properly to pay me an income during retirement? These are a few of the questions that might come up in your discussion with a financial advisor. 
Good questions are what a financial advisor may be able to help you with. You will come up with the answers on your own. If you're not sure about some of these things and need a sounding board, call the Pre-Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a complimentary appointment. Also, you can listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. You've heard a lot of information over this last two hours. If you want to listen some more, it's available at our podcast at DupreeFinancial.com. Folks, how do we want to finish this up? We got a, about seven minutes here. Stock <laughs> markets go up and they go down, but good companies endure. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Somebody very brilliant said that. <laughs> well, you can't you can't ignore that statement. That's a Tom Dupree quote. So uh, Tom Dupree wisdom, as we call it. You can't ignore that when you talk about AT and T and Illinois Tool Works. Those are good companies that have endured. Right. Yeah, and you can look at the the price chart of both of them. The price goes up, the price goes down. But guess what? They're enduring. They're enduring. They they continue to pay good dividends, and they're they're solid, healthy companies. They, that's that's what we do. They sell goods and services that inflate. Right. You know, we haven't talked about the the real value of compounding today. We've talked about sequence of returns but you know there was a few months ago y'all one of the stories we talked about was if you invested was was it one dollar and it doubled every day after 30 days you had how much over a billion dollars over a billion dollars you know when i when i hear that and I, i think about that story it just reminds me how important it is for you to have somebody to be your guide Right. With your money mm-hmm. and take advantage of this. Look, we know we're not going to have Social Security. It's not going to be there. There's going to be something else. Hopefully they'll figure out a plan. But, folks, you know, we've got to we've got to do something to well, prepare ourselves for retirement. And when you go back to your sequence of returns chart here, you know, what would you say? It was averaged out over that 19 years. What? Something close to seven. Around seven. So if you do simple financial guidelines here the the rule of 72 uh if you take your 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 rate and you divide it into 72 that's how long it takes to double so close to every 10 years at seven percent money will double slightly over 10 years mm-hmm. but here's the thing and this is where that savings rate comes into play too guy that's why you save early and you save often because let's say that I love when, you're, that. when you're 25 <laughs> years old and you put $5,000 in, and you can average 7% annually, then when you're 45 years old, well, it's not worth, you know, three times as much because a double-double. No, it's worth four times as much because a Mm double-double. So then you put another 5,000 in. So let's say you put 5,000 in at 25. At 45, it's now worth 20,000. Well, then the next year you put another 5,000 in, uh well that's worth what let's just say eighteen thousand or something like that so basically your first two years you put ten thousand in well you've almost got forty thousand dollars from that 
You know, that's where this this compounding comes into play where, you know, when you look, you can I'm telling you, go out there and, and talk to, you know, probably the most astute person that you, you know that has a retirement portfolio and ask them how much they actually invested. You know, we, we see people that, you know, have million dollar t- retirement portfolios that maybe only invested one hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Of capital. Over time. Over time. So uh, just I was just punching in just some cal- just calculations while you were doing that, Philip. So if you start with $0 and you start making $500 a month deposits, earning 7% a year, after 30 years, that would come out to 609, so right at $610,000, okay? Let's... And that that so thirty years of six thousand dollars a year, that's one hundred and eighty thousand dollars invested. Now worth six hundred and how much? Six hundred and ten, basically six hundred and ten thousand. Now let's say instead of starting at twenty, in this analogy, yeah, you start at age thirty, and again same numbers, same rate of return. That six hundred and ten is only worth two hundred and sixty. Ten years less, and you only less. saved from a capital perspective. You only saved sixty thousand. Yeah, that's but right. you lost almost four hundred. Four hundred. Uh, yeah, that's how much that extra sixty was worth to you. Was four hundred thousand dollars. Close to it. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, it should be part of your your senior curriculum in college. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, that absolutely. You, 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 you get educated about this, and then they walk right. you down to the pre-financial group, and you open up a, an account when you graduate. Yep. And then you're set. How can we get that? And we're going to work on that. Okay. Because uh, the Cats uh, are playing today. They got South Carolina. That's right. And, you know, if we win today, it's six years in a row we've beat them. That'll be great. Ooh. Okay. I love Kentucky football. Come on, Tom. Give me one. It's come on basketball time <laughs> in the bluegrass. Ah, I love it. Uh, Midnight Madness coming up in two weeks. Yeah, I just love it. <laughs> All because we lost to Mississippi State. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> I think we've made some good points in this last two hours. If you're interested in a firm that takes you seriously that cares about you personally, that is a diligent guide to you, call us at 859-233-0400 and come in and see us. And like I say in my ad, don't keep putting it off. Call us and come in. If you want to learn more about what we've been talking about, look on the podcast at deprefinancial.com. You can look us up on Facebook. Just get in touch with us. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Mike Johnson, Philip Sexton, Guy Huglet, Elizabeth Dupree taking notes. Executive producer. Executive producer. News Radio 630 WLAP.